We're on Ketubot Perak Aleph Mishnah Zion. We're continuing to discuss uh, the notion of if a woman, after she they wake up in the morning of the consummation of marriage, a, a couple wakes up, and the husband realizes that she's not a bitula. And so he claims, whoa, what's going on? And she is. So in the last Mishnah we talked about, she said, uh, she said, I was nasty, I was raped, sorry, you lose. And he's like, no, 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 this is before we were married. Now we're going to talk about the case of Mukat 8. So let's go back to Mishnah Gimel for a second. Okay, and we learned that uh, there's a machloket about a mukat eitz. A mukat eitz is a woman who's not a virgin, but she doesn't have her hymen, she doesn't have her betulim, because uh, she was injured in some way. She was injured in that area of her body. So the Mishnah says a mukat eitz is a machloket. Rabbi Meir said the ketubah is matayim, like a betula. And the chachamim say ketubatam maneh, it's 100. And we learn there that afilu lo hikirba, we, ha- we pass in that it's mana, but even if the husband didn't know there's no such thing as makhtaut. A woman does not have to divulge to her husband that she is a mukat etz. So therefore, if she wakes up in the morning after the wedding and he's like, whoa, what's going on? She says, no, I'm mukat etz. He didn't have to tell her that. She didn't have to tell him that. And therefore, it's not a makhtaut. So at least if she says, oh, I'm divorcing, you gotta believe you. He has to pay her the hundred if she's really a mukat etz. The Amisha says, he omerit mukat etz ani. She says, I'm a mukat etz. That's what we learned. I, uh, I was injured when I was a child, and that's why I don't have my dambitulim. And he says, no, Loki eladrusat ishat. What are you talking about? You're a bu'ulat ish. You were with some guy uh, beforehand, and it's a mekakhtah. So they're arguing that we, they agree on the fact, on the fact that she doesn't have dambitulim, but she says, I was injured before when I was a child, and, and I didn't tell you that because you would never would have married me. Sorry, you lose. And he says, no, 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 it's a mekakhtah. I don't have to pay you anything. Rabban, so that we have a very similar machloket to the last Mishnah. We rely on her testimony. She is allowed, she is reliable to say that she was a Mukat H, and she gets either a hundred or, or two hundred according to Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yoshua, Omer, Yeshua says, Lo It's very similar to the last Mishnah. We don't live according to, we don't rely on her words. We assume that she was Becheskat, she doesn't have her Dambitulim. So we assume that she's a chazaka. She had she had relations with a, with another man. Until she proves her words. Okay. Let's go back to our let's go back to our our logic. What are we saying here? So Rabbi Gamliel says bari v'shema bari adif that we learned in the last mishnah. She says I was definitely mukat eitz, and he's like I don't know. So therefore bari adif. And Rabbi Yoshua says no. Since we're talking about money, chazkat mamon. It's a husband's money. Rabbi Yeshua says, We're not making her asur. She wants money. She's saying, pay me. Therefore, he can say, listen, prove Prove that you were a mukat eitz beforehand. Bring witnesses. Bring the doctor's report. And then you get your money. Then you get, then it's not a mekach ta'ut. We'll stop here and dedicate our learning to the memory of my father. Oops, my father. Harav Simcha Ben Yitzchak Kalman. Have a great day. And as always, remind you, you can find all these Mishnayot on Mishnah.co, the Mishnah website, Mishnah Yomit website.